Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN from the 314. BK is a fellow Chiefs and Mizzou Tigers fan. I'm on the Copium 2. Avoid heights and any electrical outlets until next weekend. Hopefully everything's going to improve. What's going wrong with Mizzou? They got Talk about that in 10 minutes. Questions and answers oh. at 1145-65780 is the Air Comfort Service text line. But right now, we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's the Blues Insider for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. Had a great piece over the weekend. Q&A with Blues coach Craig Berube. JR, I wanted to start with some of that because I thought you had some really intriguing uh, questions in there and some of his answers I thought were pretty insightful. Let's start with the guy that kind of made all the headlines in this preseason game. What do you expect the role to be this season for Logan Brown? Yeah, BK, uh, that was interesting talking to Craig Berube last week for that Q&A when I did mention uh, that you know, probably eight of the nine top nine spots are spoken for. And I was trying to figure out who he was thinking about for that last spot in the top nine. And the first name he mentioned was Logan Brown. And it didn't catch me off guard because I realized they've always said that they feel like Logan Brown is a, you know, a third line guy, not a fourth line guy. Uh, But the fact that uh, they want to go into this camp with the idea that he could play on that third line. And you look at the line combos, you know, there's two groups and you guys know that uh, when they separate them, you can't really, uh, look at the line combinations and, and say, okay, that's, that's the group that they're going to go into the season with. But you can kind of piece it together. And right now they have Brandon Saad on that left side of Logan Brown, and now Brown gets his second straight preseason game uh, tonight in Dallas. So they're really giving him a hard look at that uh, spot. Well, and Jr., you know, thinking of those top eight of the nine forward positions that were spoken for, I was with you. I thought there was just one spot that was open. But after reading Craig Berube's comments and seeing that training camp that they have Barbashev and Achari together. Is Barbashev going to be playing on a fourth line this season with Noel Achari to create that identity that Barubi is searching for? And if that's the case, we're talking two spots in the top nine. Yeah, and that's the uh, the, the wild card. And I didn't have that information when I went into the conversation with uh, Craig Berube uh, because uh, we didn't know what those uh, combos were going to look like in camp. And so you get to camp and you're expecting Ivan Barbashev to be a third-line guy uh, probably because of the 60 points last year, he showed kind of that offensive flair, and you don't expect him to have another, you know, 25, 26 goal, 60 point season again. If it if it happens, great. Uh, but nonetheless, you expect him to be in that top nine. And and right now, as it looks, and this is just preseason, this is just getting a look at things. They do have Ivan Barbashev, as you mentioned, skating with Noel Chari on that fourth line, and you know that could stick. It might not stick, but the one reason. Uh, you mentioned why it could is that Craig Bruby really wants an identity for that fourth line. And, you know, it's an overused word, identity, uh, but the Blues haven't had that the past couple of years. They just haven't had a rhyme or reason to that line. There's been guys in and out, and there just really, really wasn't a good uh, match. Uh, but if you think about a guy with that kind of point potential, uh, Barbashev, he brings the physicality. He's always up there with Shen, one of the top 
uh, hitting guys on the team. And then a guy like Achari who plays physical, he plays that type of game, but he's also a 20-goal scorer in the league. You know, maybe that's the identity they're shooting for. So still a lot to play out here in the preseason, but definitely it looks like early on they're trying to see what Barbashev and Achari would look like on that fourth line. Well, just as a follow-up, JR, is it possible that Craig Berube and his staff are searching for an identity of the identity of that fourth line, maybe with an offensive mindset? Because if Barbashev's playing there, you already mentioned the 25-plus goals. Noel Achari scored 23 years ago, and somebody that was impressive, at least in the first game, uh, was member of the Ferrario 5, Martin Furk, who scored 40 yeah. goals in the AHL last season. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, they've had Costin on that uh, right side on, on the fourth line in some of the practices, and obviously, you know, you can't read much into that because there's a number of guys who could be the, the third member of that fourth line. But it's a, it's a great point. You're talking about a guy in Barbashev who, like I said, he's shown that he can do it, um, and then Achari as well. You know, I heard Chris Kerber on the air today with uh, the morning show, the opening drive, and, you know, he mentioned conversations with the organization. They do want that fourth line to be able to have some uh, offensive production. And, you know, that's kind of the way of the NHL right now. Nobody's trotting out a fourth line that's just going to go out there and, you know, hit everybody. Uh, you got to get some uh, some help from that group. And, you know, you look at the Blues top six, top nine, you know you're going to have probably six or seven 20 goal scorers. You know, probably again, you know, it's not too many years that you get nine like you did last year. But, gosh, if you can get that fourth line you know, to, to play the type of game you want them to play and each of those guys score 7, 10, 12 goals, you know, then you got something. Hey, JR, I wanted to ask you about a couple of defensemen that might still be on the trade market. Alex listens to all these podcasts as we're getting ready in the morning, and he did it again today. He was listening to Elliot Friedman, who was talking about Nicholas Haig, who has yet to sign his RFA tender with the Vegas Golden Knights. It sounds like he's leaving their camp and is expected to hold out for the time being. And then there's another one with Jacob Chikrin, who apparently was told prior to last season that they would be looking for him uh, to get to a contender, and that still has not taken place. Do you expect the Blues to be involved in any of these conversations leading into the regular season, or do you think they're they're happy with where the team's at right now, and they'll go into the regular season and probably up until the deadline with the roster that as currently constructed? Yeah, it's it's possible. You know, like you know, I've been following the Chikrin stuff for seems like a year and a half now. Um, and it just seems like that price is too high. Does he fit the, you know, the type that they're looking for? You know, he could, uh, but I think, you know, bringing Letty back, you, you like your top four and you've got a lot of money spent on that, uh, group, uh, you know, and then you had your, your depth with Mikula Perinovic, Scandella. Now Scandella is out. You know, I think they want to give Mikula and, uh, and Perinovic a chance, you know, to play up there with, uh, Bortuzzo in that third pair, you know, could those two guys that you mentioned help for sure. Chikrin for sure. You know, Hague too. You know, I don't know all the ins and outs of that conversa- that uh, situation with him. I know it looks like he's going to go skate with the OHL team and, until he can get his situation figured out. Look, the Blues don't have a ton of money to play with. You can put Scandella on the long-term injury reserve. It frees up the $3.275 million. You know, If he comes back, that's a big if. You know, with that timeline and that injury, you know, we'll see. You know, I think at some point the Blues are probably going to have to you know, address defense. If they have an injury or two, you know, you're pretty thin, uh, you know, I think with, even though you got six or seven guys at the moment. So uh, I just don't know that those two names with the price, especially it would cost for uh, Chikrin is something that the blues are thinking about right now. JR going into the season, I think at least the three of us assumed that the defensive pairings would look something like Nick Letty with Colton Pareko and Krug with Falk, because that's what they had for the majority of last season. And I know it's still early on. Things can change, but this is what we do in preseason. We 
speculate. <laughs> I, I saw Krug and Pareko are skating this evening together. Is there a chance that maybe Krug could be the new partner of Colton Pareko? Yeah, good question. And actually, uh, Craig Bruby did touch on that today after the skate. So the, the situation is, yeah, it's a, it's a preseason game. They're going to Dallas. you got to have so many veterans in there. And tonight, it's Krug and Pareko. Uh, but uh, Craig Bruby said that's just how the lineup fell. You know, they're they're mixing and matching, and they're moving guys around and trying to get some guys some starts. And, and again, you know, so many veterans in each game, and tonight it just happens to be Krug and Pareko. So he said that was coincidence, uh, but he said, hey, you never know. They're, you know, that top four is interchangeable. I think they're going to go into the season, Alex, with uh, Letty and Pareko. That's what Craig Bruby told me the other day. And then, of course, you have uh, – you have Krug and Falk who have so much chemistry together and play well together. So I think that's what it's going to be at the start of the season. Uh, but, yeah, a little eye-opening tonight to see Krug, Krug and Pareko go into that preseason game, but uh, just the way it broke, according to Craig Bruby. JR, we are now less than a month away, about three weeks away from the start of the regular season for the St. Louis Blues. What's the number one thing between now and the start of the regular season that you're going to have your eyes on? Well, I think a couple of things. I think, first of all, it's going to be, uh, you know, how does that fourth line shape up? And I realize that's not the sexiest headline for a lot of people, but we we kind of know what that, uh, you know, top nine is, is going to look like. You know, does it include Brown? Does it include Jake Neighbors? Yeah, certainly those are things that we're going to follow. But what's that fourth line look and look like? And then, guys, to me, it's Bennington. I wrote about him last week. You know, I think this is a major question coming into the season. Uh, by all accounts, talking to him as much as I did last week for that story, um, he just seems to be in the mindset, you know, the laughable Jordan Bennington that uh, we remember pre last season. I think he's ready to regain this thing. Does it mean he's going to do it? Does it mean, you know, we're going to see the guy we saw in the playoffs? It, no, it doesn't mean any of that. But I think, uh, you know, he deserves that opportunity and he deserves the benefit of the doubt that he can be that guy again. It just seems looser. I, I just think I talked to him for a couple minutes today in the locker room you know, smiling, putting on the pads, ready to get out with that second group today. And, you know, that's going to be a big question. If he plays well and and we see more of him in the preseason and he kind of gets some traction here early on, you know, I think that's going to be obviously a great sign for the Blues. Jeremy Rutherford, you can find all of his work as he is reporting throughout training camp in the spring or spring. In the fall uh, preseason for the Blues uh, over it's on a the long weekend for him, JR. Yeah, sorry, JR. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today at 1137. Yeah, I do it all the time. Every time I want to say uh, spring training with this uh, training camp all the time. So uh, I can stick up for you on that one. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate <laughs> you. That's JR here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate the time. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.